So welcome along to the Escapade show. This is episode number 22 and we are joined with the amazingly talented Chris McQueer. Hi boys. Yes. <laughs> So we are live here in Escapade Studios for a special episode of the Escapade podcast. We don't usually live stream them. If you'd uh, been on the, the first stream, that's probably why, because uh, <laughs> some technical issues, but we're all good. We've sorted it now. So we're joined with Mr. Chris McQueer. Hi, boys. And it's great to have you back on, oh, mate. Cheers, pleasure. Yes, Come back then, man. Pleasure, this is the man. second time we've actually had Chris on. One time was about over a year ago. So much has happened in that year. How have you been, mate? Aye, aye magic, mate. Aye, magic. Knackered, stressed out, but loving life, mate. Aye. <laughs> it's good, man. Well, I mean, you went from... So you, last time you were here, you were basically... You just wrote things. Mm -hmm. So that was... You just basically finished that. Mm -hmm. um, and then you were still working. Were you full-time still in Greaves well, or part-time? Full-time working in uh, DW Sports, Sports Shop up in... The Glasgow Fort man, um, selling fitter bits and running shoes and that. Yeah. Um, I just released that book, Girl Hings. But um, <laughs> since then, I knew I'm full time writing and I still can't believe it, mate. <laughs> so amazing to see you. That's amazing. So how long ago was that? When was that? That would have been July last year. That's when you the made the call. That's right. And then it was just um, December last year, December 2017. That's when I made the call. I was like, I'm going to try and. Mm -hmm. Give this a go. I'm going to see if I can do this full time. See if I can make a living for it. Amazing. Mm -hmm. How does that look then? From going from working that job to full time, did you have to create a structure of a day, or do you Aye. find you work better at night or daytime? How did you kind of work that? Aye, out? big time. See so the first, see the first, um, maybe couple of weeks gone full time. It's like oh, brilliant man, just lazing about all day. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I was doing. I was hardly doing anything. I was writing, writing, mate. <laughs> sitting about thinking, trying to <laughs> coffee uh, shops. I sat me, just dusting about all day. And then after like a couple of weeks, I, like, I just felt, felt my brain turn into mush. It's like wow, man, I need to sort this out, man. I start structuring it. You know what I mean? That's when that's what made me take myself more seriously as a writer. And that's what kind of gave me a wee kick up the arse as well. Mm -hmm. So then, you no, know, start getting up at the same time every day. Make sure you're doing the same stuff. Make sure you're getting in like three, four hours writing every day. Just making sure you're sticking to that every day and getting that discipline, and that's what kind of keeps you going, man. You need that. It's like when guys go into the jail, that's what they talk about. You need a routine, that's what I feel like, man. Like, <laughs> keep yourself sane. Like. <laughs> no, it's, it's so mad once you make that call. If, I guess if you're lucky enough to make the call as a creative and Aye. then you do take it seriously, having that structure is probably the next challenge you face, isn't it? Like, that's it, man. Because, like, the lure of going right I can do what I want now ah, it's, up, yeah, it's yeah. too tempting man. Like, it's too easy I'll get a quick game in I'll get the gaming in first then I'll watch that YouTube video looks alright so I'll watch that, that. Me, stimulate some ideas aye, three years later my routine for the first couple of weeks was like fuck it, it was like football manager for like 12 in the afternoon until 8 at night and then conspiracy <laughs> videos on YouTube till I passed it and wake up and do it again and it's like well, I'm trying to get inspiration man for stories isn't it <laughs> <laughs> it was wasted man so, <laughs> so you've got uh, so you've got a routine now then aye, so how man. does that look aye, it's a lot better now so it's like every day I'm up at like half eight so it's no pure like early you know what I mean I know a lot of writers talk about getting up at like five in the morning and that, but I think that's, that's madness mm -hmm. so it's, that's it depends by the person know. as well so I don't the person for me like that would kind of make me hate writing I think if you're really rigidly sticking to mm -hmm. getting up at that time in the morning forcing yourself to it and writing for like 12, 14 hours a day then then it doesn't become becomes like a chore almost, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want to lose that kind of passion that I've got for it, you know what I mean? That, that kind of 
Very so it's um, get up in the morning something to eat take a dog out and then write 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 as much as I can until I get stuck basically mm-hmm. and if I do get stuck we on another wee quick walk with the dog um, we need to read a lot as well that's the main thing as well I found that the more you read the better you get at writing which is really cool um, so it's like I think Stephen King he always says you know if you've not got time to read you don't have time to write reading should be a priority and we are writing right. which is quite cool because wow that's amazing so what do you read then? Do you read a lot of Stephen King? Or? I read a lot, man. I um, I just I read like everything, anything, mate. Right? I can yeah. get my hands on because I just want to see what other writers are doing and like what they do well, and then the kind of mistakes they're making, and like you know, try and avoid that, and then try and get good at what they're good at and stuff. How like they that. describe like, things and all that, man. It's, it's good, man. It's just try to absorb everything and just just keep trying to get better that's what I'm all about man so. you do seem really descriptive in your text though like when you're when you're explaining yes, a story it's uh, like I feel like I'm, I'm placing myself in a situation like aye. actually reading and being there aye. and that's a difficult skill to do yeah. aye. you know and I guess it's like listening to music isn't it it's like you get the structure of a tune down mm. and the more you listen and listen it gives you other ideas for other tracks aye. and stuff and you go right well I, I know how that producer puts things together it's kind of the same with the writing aye, but you're putting your own aye. thing aye definitely that's amazing. Mm. What so, man, eh? what have you felt has then really changed since Hings came out? Because Hings has created all sorts of hype. I mean, it's been aye, pretty aye. mental the aye, year. I mean, we can obviously dive into some of the stuff. Aye. You've like been doing stuff with TV, aye. adverts, mad, all sorts of stuff. So <laughs> tell me when you really felt like, Christ, the momentum here is really picking up. And like, I feel like aye. this could do something for me. Aye. Well, like, straight away when the book came out last July... That just just changed my life. Do you know what I mean? Like I was I was mad. Do you know what I mean? Like like getting asked to go to go and do interviews all the time, and like I was just you no know, seeing on Twitter people were buying my book and that. That was mad. Like seeing reviews and all that, that was just surreal. And then when you get the kind of good reviews, that gives you a wee confidence boost. You're like, right, man, maybe I, maybe I can do this for a living. Yeah. I mean, because at the time when that came out, I wasn't really thinking about doing it for a living. It was you just, weren't. I was you writing, weren't. writing for a hobby. Yeah. And then um, I was just putting my stories online just to see what happened. I was trying to make my pals laugh. And then a publisher kind of got in touch with me. And then I was like, all right, maybe there is something here, maybe I've got something here, maybe I'm onto something. And um, then it got published, the book came out, and I was like, right, fuck, I could maybe do this for a living, right? And then, so it was just all about like, self-promo and that, trying to sell books and like trying to, and then just keep writing, try to get better on that. And, um, and then it was once once I quit my job, that was when, like, you start taking it serious, you know what I mean? That's when mm-hmm. the ghost had been a hobby, right, this is my job, this is my career, this is... If I want to keep doing this for the rest of my life, if I want to keep getting better, I need to just keep writing and keep pushing myself and mm-hmm. really take it seriously. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Take myself seriously as a writer, which that was a big change. You know what I mean? That That's was, good. That was good, man. So, um, there was a there was a moment I remember when you were writing that book, where we were kind of communicating and. You, you did seem a little bit sort of distant in the sense of I think you were really putting a lot of stress on yourself to get that Aye, finished man. Aye, man. <laughs> because it's one thing writing one book mm. but then to follow up with another one with mm. the hype that you have created Aye. and obviously you're already massively popular online you get a lot of traction through Twitter and Aye. stuff Aye. with your banter so what was the pressure like because we kind of spoke about that mm. over the last few months Aye. like what was the pressure of like meeting deadlines Aye, and actually finishing a book you were happy with when you'd Aye. only started off as a hobby first Aye. time round um, oh, it was unreal mate it was totally totally different totally different game writing my new book HWFG um, that was unreal mate it was proper pressure I wasn't really expecting what I mean so I wrote that I was just a laugh just writing whenever I wanted to do it but then with this one no, I had a deadline for the publishers right it needs to be in by then we need this amount of words and I'm like right well if I 
like it needs to be good. So I mean, it needs mm. to be as good, if not better, as the first book. Yeah. So then you just start stressing, mate, and then as soon Does that you affect start, your creative performance? Do you think then? I did a wee bit, man. Like see at the start, let's like, see maybe the first like half a dozen stories I wrote for the new book. They were just terrible, mate, because I was just putting so much pressure on myself to like, try and be funny, and I was like trying to be funny, like trying too hard. Mm-hmm. I was just like. I'd finish a story and I'd go, ah, that's, that's shocking. Mm-hmm. Move on to something else. That's ah, even worse. Like, mm-hmm. what is going on here? I've, I've lost it. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm just a fucking one hit wonder. Mm-hmm. And then um, it felt like the first couple of stories I wrote, it felt like like somebody was trying to do like a parody, a thing. Somebody was kind of kidding on the world like me. Yeah, okay. It was weird, mate. It was really surreal. And um, I was just losing the plot, mate. Honestly, I felt as if I was losing the plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then. Um, so I was, at, I was at college as well at the time so as soon as that came out I went to college to study creative writing to try and get better and that was that was a massive help that kind of helped me get my head screwed on and like start thinking more about my writing and that forced me to get better as well like learning how to properly write so mm-hmm. when I was writing things that was just like just winging it really but then when you go to college you learn how to structure stuff properly and like you learn all the rules for creative writing and that mm-hmm. so that was really good but then once I kind of most of that book was wrote like within probably about a three month period. Do you know what I mean? There's, I started writing it straight after that came out, so that was July last year. But like I say, everyone was wrong. The majority of the good stuff. All the good stuff was like in the last kind of three or four months. By the stress and that was unreal. Mm. Mate. It was unreal. Do you think that's just breaking <laughs> the mould though? Like, like when the, the first few stories you put out, as you say, mm. they were a bit rubbish in your mind. Mm. So it's kind of like you had to break that in first before you got to the good stuff it was like you had to get rid of the the shit basically basically, I think that's what it is and as well I was trying to make it I was trying to make my new book like Hings because I thought well that's that's what people like that's why that done so well but you keep churning out the same kind of stuff and you're never going to grow as a writer same with music as well so yeah, I thought right I'm going to change my approach here change my attitude change my style change the tone and all that so I just went a wee bit darker, you know what I mean? Steady Hings is, I'm really proud of Hings, I really, really liked it, but it's quite like slapstick humour and it's quite mm-hmm. quite light-hearted times. And I thought with this new one, I'm going to try and go a bit darker, I'm going to try and get a wee bit weirder, get yeah. a bit more surreal and see where I can take that. And that, that changed it, that's what, everything started to click once I'd done that, once I changed it up and it was, that, that got the ball rolling, man. And then having a deadline on me, that was that was good. Like it was stressful, but it forces you to write every day and mm-hmm. forces you to put the oars in, which was good. And, so good, I came and seen you do a talk in the Partick Library, and I really enjoyed that. It was a, it was a good night, um, and it was good to see you doing your thing. I already know just from watching videos and seeing what you've done now, so even since then, you probably feel that you've developed so much even for that night. Like so, man. Um, and so, how how has the whole book readings and tours been going? Have you been doing any stand up or anything like that? It's What's, been good, man. I am. Um, I love performing, I love reading it, reading it my work. Um, that was something I didn't know you could do. I didn't know you could go on stage and read out stories when, yeah. when things came out. And then, it's the nature of the stories, though. They're so uh, funny. <laughs> they're actually so good. I know, man. Like, see, because cause I've been doing this, I kinda, I've started writing now with a view, a, a view to like, performing. So like, I read, write the story and then I kind of read it out and then I'll change it. Like, try and imagine where people would laugh and stuff. And that's kind of changed my writing. That's kind of made me better, I think, as well. From um, performing, aye, definitely. Right, man. right, that's that's um, that's good, man. I love, love performing, man. Um, tried a wee bit of stand up, I've done a wee bit of stand up at the Glasgow Comedy Festival at the start of the year, that was back in March. And, um, different ball game, innit? Different ball game, mate, aye. It was good, I, I enjoyed I can't it, man. Think but... it anything harder. No, I mean, it was like oh, actually it was murder, having man. to go around and it's murder, make man. these people laugh. Make me laugh. Aye. I'm I'm in a dark room. Aye, man. <laughs> make me laugh. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> silence in a dark room and all that, anticipating waiting. Where do you even begin? Honestly, so, see writing like half an hour stand-up routine, that was so much harder than So you actually done half an hour, that's a lot. Half an hour, mate, and it was terrifying me enjoyed it it was good but i'll never do it again <laughs> right aye. so how, how did you feel it went i thought it went well aye. So, I really, did you have a lot of your fans there it was just it was basically a full room like my family and my pals it was like in a hundred seater kind of mm -hmm. room and um it was just basically like my pals and my family so that was that was kind of good you know what i mean and then there was a few kind of like people that just randomers and people just coming kind of in and... so um but it was really good i really enjoyed it but i Preferred in reading some of my stories. I mean, I think mm -hmm. I'm better at that. You know what the content no, is, you've got no it. Inside out, aye. Like, and you've got that kind of shield as well. Like, if you put your book in front of you, you can just look at that. Whereas we stand up, you're kind of like, you're lying totally your open, mind. man. You're naked, basically. Aye, man. That's what you're just there, totally exposed. Like. We were talking about that just there. You were asking about the hydro and that. And, aye. And for me, I, I need the, the anchor points, like, aye. Or I will freak out. <laughs> like, uh, I can't really not have the either something really memorised or um, or or not in front of me or having Aye. notes or something yeah. like that Aye, just man. so you've got that kind of um, fallback mm -hmm. uh -huh. I think you can if you've got that kind of that anchor there it's for me it's easier whereas yeah. you're the complete opposite I you see I'm the, I'm the king of wing in that Aye, way man. but at the same time <laughs> that's not always a good thing either so it does it's good to balance it out and have mm -hmm. some structure but I think you need the flexibility well for me anyway I like the flexibility of being able to go off Aye, yeah, yeah. because I don't ever stick to a plan. It looked terrifying, but it looked brilliant, man. Mm. It was, it was uh, insane. That's exactly, you summed it up perfectly there, terrifying, aye. but brilliant. Aye. You know. So even watching the video back's mental, you know, and it's like, you, you can see that wee moment we have just as we walk out on the stage, we look at each other like, <laughs> what are we doing here, man? How did we end up here? This should not be happening, man. <laughs> but, you know, well played, well played, aye, it felt good, though. It felt like we've walked to a point of that, you know what I mean, and, and continually so well. And that's why I'm saying it's so good to see yourself from last mm -hmm. year. Aye. Children. how much you've came on as well yeah yeah with all parties have been insanely busy that's been good man eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's great Scotland's in a good place you know there's a lot of great amazing creative talents oh, around yeah, you know and time, it's good to get guys like self isn't it? you know chat about it you it really know. is yeah well basically I had uh, I've seen so since since you came and done the book and stuff and you've been developing now as an artist right you, you are more focal in terms of like video content stuff aye, like that aye. so well, let's start with the the bbc the social oh, aye, aye, right aye. so you did stuff and it was a bit like it was actually giving tips to writers how to write aye, better right, and man, stuff aye. it was like um they just asked me you know would, can we make a wee video about you just your kind of like your life story how you get into writing and then um what tips would you get new writers and stuff like that kind of stuff yeah and um that was brilliant man it was really really so what did you feel yeah, that did that help to boost your profile? Big time, man. I like loads of loads of like, new followers off the back of it and then loads of book sales and that. I think like for a writer it's really important that you get your same with music as well, you get your personality across as well. Do you know what I mean? Because people buy into mm -hmm. buy into you as a person yeah. as much as what you're creating. Mm -hmm. Which is quite good. So that's good. Like 'cause with being a writer, you're kinda of seen as being just kind of faceless like behind the scenes you put your book out you're never really in public that's kind of stereotype unless like, you put the author picture in the back aye man like there's a kind of stereotype authors which like all guys and old women they're just like pure recluses hermits mm -hmm. like sitting at a typewriter on that like that's not the case like if you can put yourself out there and if you can get your personality it's a big big help mm -hmm. for us, man. Mm -hmm. so definitely same goes for music as well aye 
Aye, you yeah. just think it's a mad geek in a producer room or something. But... Aye. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not, not, not so much DJs these days, but, you know, writers in general are, are writing music, you know, it's uh, it is quite a reclusive thing you're actually doing, but there's another thing Aye. attached to it as well, you know, that you, you can, it's good to attach the personality to it. Mm-hmm. It's what makes the, the ultimate kind of the buy-in is the personality, isn't uh, it? I think not only that though, like music and writing and films, like creativity in general, it, like it has such a a feeling for people. Aye. You know, so it's like a, like you know, I've I've met fans of Stephen when we are like in Rotterdam and there's like people Mad. with like pictures of him printed Aye. out in a flag and all that one they signed <laughs> from like Korea and all that. And it's you're kinda bad, like man. when you actually think of where music or writing or creativity, Aye. how it can touch someone. Crazy, isn't it? It's like, and now through social media, and that's why I'm asking about like the BBC thing that blowing mm-hmm. you up. Mm-hmm. That now makes you more viable in other areas of UK, aye, you know, aye, outside aye. Scotland <laughs> as well. Aye, man. So, what has been some of the best feedback you've heard since that, and what do you feel is the difference now with the now that you're coming to release your second book? How do you I feel mean, it's different for the first? Um, uh, feedback's been like 99% positive which is better than I thought we I was talking about that one percent negative get to that <laughs> but um, I, honestly man like feedback in the reviews now just proper blown me away like um, like Martin Comston got a hold of the book and he was tweeting about it saying how, much, how good it was and how much he loved it and that was that was surreal man like Martin Comston now it's yeah. like A-list man um, amazing couldn't man. believe that was one of the highlights like amazing. just like checking Twitter one day and you refresh it and it's Martin Comston talking about my book. I'm like, what is going on? I think I've seen you tweet about that and you were just, just you were blown away. I was like, have you lassie me? I was like, have you So I was like, see when you lassies me like Justin Bieber and that. Like, I was Aye. me, mate. Ah, <laughs> like, you won't believe this. Shook my mom on it. That's amazing, mate. That's, that's, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Aye, man. And um, so, like I was saying to you earlier, like, I don't know how this new book's going to go down because, like, I'll be changing tone for the first book and that and, like, other reviews. Other reviews have been done, but I won't see them until the week the book comes out. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just in this like no man's land where I the don't know how it's done. going to go, mate. It's done. There's waiting nothing on it again, at least. I've got two weeks now where it's just like, I, I don't know how it's going to go. Like, So what do me. you do in these two <laughs> weeks right now? Are you just working on trying to promo the actual release date of no, it? Aye, man. It's, I, I just, I don't, don't stop working, mate. So it's all the kind of promo stuff they know. And then I'm working on like my next book as well. So it's just... Constant, constant, constant. You need to keep at it, man. You need to keep the ball rolling. Just keep the momentum going. That's, mm-hmm. that's it, man. So the, but I, the thing, is, do you think all roads lead back to the books then? For you, like, that's your main outlet for getting your stuff out. Like, I think so, and obviously man. interviews are there as well. And bits and bobs, you know, maybe TV appearances and stuff. Aye. But for you, is it, that's it. It's like book, each book defines you at a, a moment Take in your career kind of thing. Like, is that how you look at it? Or? I think so, man. I like, yeah. I like to try and... Like when I was kind of struggling to write this new book, what I kind of looked at was like like Arctic Monkeys and how they do it. Like every album's got a totally different sound, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Well, if they can do it, then maybe I can do that with books. Like maybe I can kind of change it up for book to book." And yeah. Like that would be quite cool today. So if you're just putting out the same kind of stuff all now again, people are going to get bored. I'm not going to get any better as a writer, so that's what I wanted to try and do. So I think you're, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Right. What I think you've done here though is you've kept essences from the first book. Aye. So that it's like, so it's, I, I say this to you all the time, it's like when you when you find like a new musician that you really like, right, and you hear one of their tunes and you've got on repeat, right, it's like Aye. one of their songs, and then you're like, oh man, I wish they could, I wish they'd do other stuff like this. Aye. And you go and listen to their tunes and some of their tunes are similar. Aye. And you're like, yeah. You can just, tell it's them, eh? Yeah, you can Aye. tell it's Aye. them. So I think that's what you've done with 
here we you know <laughs> and it's like uh, because I think it's like because it still says short stories in that from aye, the first aye, one aye. so it's clearly aye. still that mm-hmm. so you're keeping that sort of context but you've went a bit of a darker direction aye, basically aye. Aye. Well, we, we've given the Higgins our original copies copies either I don't, I don't know what it is because we've been Malachi well, Lee had it Lee but he had brought it back oh, no he did I think you've got it in your, <laughs> yeah, your flat I saw Malachi came in gave him it he loved it uh-huh. yeah. Oh, yes. yes he loved Malachi it mate. had it Legend he of brought the it back to me though he did I think it's in your flat is it? It is. Do you know what's funny? Malorca Lee gets imagined in every podcast. <laughs> every single one. He just no. creeps in. Just he's very artistic himself Aye. in that, but he, he loved it. We knew it would be up his street, That's so he, he brought it back and he loved it, mate. That's mad, mate. So I'm sure it is up his street, though. It is. It? I'm sure Aye. he'll get the second one as well. Good, You've now got a new follower, <laughs> which is good. So no. the next video content-wise... Am I right in saying you did some stuff with the Bank of Scotland for an advert or something? I did, man. I was just kind of online, so it was like... Um, kind of corporate it was like you're talking about like, staying safe online like how you use the internet like for your business because I suppose this is a business for me this is my wee absolutely kinda, so how how important social media has been that and like, how we stay safe online and how not to get like, scammed and all that kind of stuff it was mm-hmm. good man so what are your tips then I'd love well, to know tips? <laughs> <laughs> how do you stay safe online for children oh man <laughs> it's not easy because the thing is though I think you're a good guy to ask because you've got a massive following online and like your tweets go really viral and like people love your banter so it's like how do you go about it without crossing too many lines ah it's weird man um, do you forget sometimes like you're putting loads of personal information on on Twitter and stuff and you forget loads of people see it it's mm-hmm. not just you're not just shouting into the void kind of thing like yeah. people they see it and that kind of freaks me out sometimes like mm-hmm. it's weird man like sometimes like I'll meet somebody that's read the book in the pub and they'll ask me like, oh how's Vanessa your girlfriend and I'm like I don't even know who you are mate how mm-hmm. do you even know my girlfriend yeah. it's pure weird but you, like, you forget like yeah, yeah. talking about social media every day, you know what I mean it's yeah. so weird mate it's so weird man when are you getting to get the dog on Instagram? I know, I need to get him, man. <laughs> we can't, man. man. I know. Got to bring him getting <laughs> I know, mate. He's overtaking me, man. <laughs> but I think, no, but I think that is funny again, though, just like because you're now in a position where you're getting sort of bigger through your banter online and stuff, right? So with Scottish banter comes absolute ruthlessness, I right? Know, As right. you know, right? It's there's there's uh, no survivors when it oh, comes to Scottish know. banner right <laughs> but now because you are taking this down a professional route you obviously have publishers and people looking mm. and stuff are you a little bit cautious sometimes you're putting certain things in going do you know what I might not be able to put that out because it might affect getting a corporate job or getting or are you still like I couldn't care less I'm being me <laughs> a wee bit mate as in the back of my mind it I should s- be if you're I taking it man. professionally that's it man you don't want it you don't want to ruin everything, you know what I mean? One bad tweet in that show, you could damage mm. your career, but irreparably, you know what I mean? That yeah. could be you gubbed. So like, you see it happening all the time, don't you? I don't know, man, it's just... It's scary. Um, it's just, uh, it's just... Common sense, really, you know what I mean? See, if you just don't, don't be a dick, you'll be fine. That's, that's my kind of mantra, you know what I mean? Like, that's probably the best way to stay, <laughs> on, stay safe online, because <laughs> you don't be a dick. Aye, man. So, well, now, in talking about that, in trouble and Twitter and stuff, you've been in a bit of a hot bother with Twitter. <laughs> so, you got banned a few months ago. <clears throat> get banned. So, what happened August, there? get my account deleted. Permanently deleted? banned. Aye, man. Um, basically, I was on holiday with my girlfriend. We were in Portugal, um, start August. I was sitting having lunch and um, a phone buzzed on the table and she picked up. She was flicking through it and she went like that to me. Who's Lloyd Remy? I was like, Lloyd Remy? He's a football player. A massive French yeah, football. He's like an international superstar football player. <laughs> I was like, what's the script? Is he 
signing for Celtic or something. So <laughs> that was happening. And she's like, no, he's just sent me a message on Instagram. No way. I was like, I won't be hammered, but like, why are these wee guys see them like mm-hmm. wee kind of English guys? Like they use like a football players a profile picture and they yeah, just yeah. send people abuse on Twitter. Yeah. Wee guy like that. I was like, shows man. She showed me a phone and it was him, man. Look, like, blue tick, verified, no like ready. Found into him. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, what's going on here, man? Football players found into my missus. I said mental. Aye. And um, but that was it. I never really thought anything anything else yet. Right. And then it was maybe a week after we get back, I was in the pub with my girlfriend's dad and I was telling him about it. We were kind of laughing about it. And after a few pints, he was getting me pure wound up about it. He's, <laughs> he's like, oh, you, should, you should say something to him. I wouldn't be having that. I wouldn't be having that, man. I was like, you know, like six pints deep. Like, I'm going I'm to tell him, man. I'm going to get him told. Man. We're on Twitter, man. I was like, I'm going to fucking kill Lloyd Remy. <laughs> that's, right? that's what you wrote. That's, word for word, mate. That's what I wrote, right? And, um, <laughs> and tagged him in it. I didn't. I couldn't find him on Twitter. Right. But I think somebody then tagged him in it, like underneath the tweet, like right. one of his fans or something. And um, so I tweeted that and then like went to bed. I woke up in the morning, had all sorts of notifications that kind of went kind of viral. You know mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's talking about it. Like, and I was like, man, I've just threatened to kill a football player. I need to kill a Twitter. So I deleted the Twitter app off my phone. I was Aye. like, fucking that old, that old days, man. That's that, put to bed. And then <laughs> maybe the next night or something, I was thinking to myself, I was like, like I've made a death threat to a football player. Like I need to delete that. That's dodgy, man. Like, mm-hmm. ah, I was like, wow, man. Don't worry, Twitter again. <laughs> Went back on, try to log into my account. Uh, your account's been banned. I was like, what's going on here, man? Check my emails. I had an email for Twitter. You've been banned for threatening and abusive behaviour. I was like, oh my god. I was like, pure appealing it. I was like, you know, Twitter's how I make a living. So I sell books. It was just a joke. I didn't mean. It. I'm not actually going to kill him. Like, <laughs> and they're like, nah, banned. That's you. So like, I've like set up a new Twitter account. And I'm home. They won't find me. Right, so you're actually banned. banned then? So I'm like banned for Twitter, but I'm using for it. For good? Like, for good, man. Eh? So that's how I've set up this week, and I like, set up my new account, which is right. like Chris McQueen about underscore. Right. We're no, like, he hasn't. I've no. No, he hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so like, right, apparently, let's see if you get banned for threatening abusive behaviour on Twitter. Like, if they find you've made a new account, mm-hmm. they'll shut that down. If you start a new one, they'll shut that down. So I'm like, you're like, under the radar, like, changed everything. Like, all the kind of personal details are signed up where all the incognito kind of stuff like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mental man. oh my god so it's just that probably just yeah. a matter of time before I get banned again but I'll that just is, keep coming back uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the deal then so the actual original account you've had to start a completely fresh one new, new followers new everything and did you f- find all the old brigades for the old McQueer followers have jumped over that's and- it mate it's just near enough everybody's back out, I know what I mean. Um, or raging, because you've been cut out They're all raging. They all hate Remy. I need hard feelings, Remy. Need hard feelings. <laughs> so did you ever get a reply for Remy or that? Did you ever hear? Did that ever end? Never yeah, happen? I, do, I don't even know if he knows. He's probably embarrassed. He's no care, nah, he probably He's is, probably I, quite I embarrassed. Know, all <laughs> what was he up to at the start anyway? You know? So I know, so just he was just trying to fire in about your missus and was trying to lure her in, lure her in with his money and <laughs> these skills guys, on a boat. These guys, man, that just float about. I know, just, just trying to fire in about somebody else's belt. Right on Instagram like that, flaunting their blue oh, text days. Yes. I know, I've got her, I've got her as a cash, I'm getting <laughs> <laughs> a football. <laughs> so, that was mad. That's yeah. a Proper surreal, mate. Proper surreal. Wow, so <laughs> People don't believe it. When I try and tell my mates on them Twitter, they just don't believe it. I'm like, I think this is a good story though, just for like people Mental. because people are out there scared to maybe say something or Aye, they might think it's the end of the world when they get banned Aye, when it's actually no at all. No, man. It's no, it's I, no. I thought that as well. I thought oh, you would have first like, banned for Twitter, man. This is how I sell books. Publishers going to be raging like 
some of the other promo and stuff this is it this is me career's mm-hmm. finished if anything it's more hype I sit man you can step back and you go I can't do it it's not that bad mm-hmm. just start again exactly it's all just a big game know what I mean it's just trying to follow us and all that kind of stuff it's just a big game it's just a laugh in it that's the way I see it, man. I mean, it's just, it's kind of like the whole McGregor uh, smashing the bus window in New York and all that. It's like they shouldn't have, you'd have thought, that's the worst thing ever, but that just built even more hype. So it's kind of oh, the same with you. Like, Chris McQueer's been banned. That, that makes Chris McQueer <laughs> even hotter now because it's like, well, who is? Why is he banned? Oh, he was ripping into your friend's football. He threatened to kill Remy. He can't even go up. It's mad, mate. So I'm glad because my pal can watch us. He was asking me last night, you need to guess him about the Remy thing. He's like, he might know why I talk about that though everybody's been talking about it might be raging that but nah, man. that's funny isn't it? it's you've that. been playing football recently oh mate right <laughs> now tying this into football oh, you like that segue there I never even it's meant smooth, that smooth mate smooth as so, some Parkinson there man <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a charity match wasn't it aye man charity um, was it Rangers Celtic or Rangers something Rangers Celtic mate I was playing for Celtic Why, so obviously you've like, been a Celtic uh, league a Celtic league aye good Celtic boy um so I was playing beside like excellent players like Rudy Vata, Simon Donnelly, uh, Mark Wilson was playing. I must have been a dream come true for oh, you, mate. mate. The best day of my life, genuinely, yeah. by a mile, best day of my life. She so just like being in the dressing room and like getting a team talk after Frank McGarvey, like no Celtic way. legend, man. Remember on the pitch and ran the huddle and like they played the like Champions League music no when we all came way. out the tunnel, mate. Oh man, I couldn't believe it, man. That was just pure like wow. starstruck. Like I was playing right wing, so I've got Mark Wilson. Like ex Celtic right back playing behind me, he's telling me about today. He's like, "Can't say Chris did this." Oh, mate, amazing! Couldn't believe it. How are you, football no bad? Shite, mate. Shite, mate. <laughs> yes, I was um, hoping that. that aye, man. See, big Rudy Vata, big Albanian Celtic legend. He was playing at centre back, and he was just ripping into man. Like, was he raging? Oh, he was raging. He was raging with everybody, man. But um, me especially. <laughs> <laughs> but you love getting a talent too, man. I was loving it. Like, get shouted off a Celtic legend. This is brilliant, mate. It's brilliant. I was just feel laughing while he's gone at it, and that was just making him even more raging. <laughs> I'm like, oh, brilliant. Man. He's not he's taking this seriously. <laughs> and was it the same with the Rangers side, or kind of old Rangers legends and stuff so like that? Like, That's amazing. Um, Marvin Andrews was there. No Malcolm, way. Charlie Miller, and that. It's just amazing. Man. Wow. I'm just getting a bit of Batman with Bob Malcolm. Like, I was talking on. Talking to him on Twitter with James English, and we were taking the piss saying we were going to Hoff, Bob Malcolm. And then, like, before the game, you're like shaking everybody's horns, and Bob Malcolm's like, I just grab a horn when I let me go. He's like, Make sure you've got your shin guards on, pal. That's good stuff. That's man. amazing. So good, man. So, what, so what was good, the man. cause? What was the cause for? Uh, it was for like, um, like food banks and homeless charities and stuff in, like, the, in the east and the northeast of Glasgow. So. Great cause, I think we raised all sorts of money. Like that's amazing. Mad. And then there was like a food bank drive as well, all sorts of food. Just brilliant, man. So good cause, and it was great fun. So brilliant, everyone's man. a winner, man. Mm, it was amazing, so it was amazing. That is that's honestly so good to hear. Amazing, mate. See the so how how did that come about? It was just just now with what you're doing. Basically, the profile's getting bigger, and they're like, so, you want to come and I play? Know. And they knew so, you were man. a Celtic fan as well. That's that, mate. I think it's just uh, I. Basically, man, I am basically like a kind of Z list celebrity now, so <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the kind of minimum requirement to get in there. So oh, that's really cool. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> now, another thing I really was impressed with, I love, I thought was hilarious, great concept was the whole tenants thing. That was brilliant. Man. So, how did, how did that come about? And if you I, want to tell people I haven't seen it, that what I, that was all about? Um, I basically like um, tenants were launching this new beer. Well, every bottle of beer had like a different letter of alphabet on it, and you could you would get like a twelve pack of them, and you could spell it like Scottish words and that, whatever. And um, so to launch it because because it was like kind of like word based and that, and a Scottish brand, like get a Scottish writer, so they got me involved. Now 
of tenants, you know what I mean? So we went through to, went through to Edinburgh during the fringe and we filmed this wee video where it was like a spelling bee. So like I would go up to people on the street, ask them if they could spell, like go up to tourists, mm-hmm. ask them if they could spell like Scottish words. Mm-hmm. And then if they go to the right, they would get a bottle of beer. And then package that up, put it into this wee video and put it online, man. It's brilliant. That was that was another crack day. That was that was good, man. What were some of your favourite uh, words that tourists were spelling? It was good, man. I was getting them to spell hoaching and glake it and all that, like proper like, Scottish kind of slang words, man. It was yeah. just, just the confusion on their faces. I'd love to hear Eugene spelling some of them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, we need to do that with him. Oh, we should, we should. No, but there was a couple of words I didn't even know. No? I don't know. Like, I, I mean, my mind, I'm from Italy, you know what I mean? With his accent and all that. But like, uh, there, was, there, was, there was a couple of words that were like proper Scots. I'm like, well, nobody really uses them, I don't Aye, think. Aye, they were old, old school. Words. Man. And uh, also, there was a wee cameo from a friend, uh, Alan Bissett. Aye, legend. Man. Alan was in. <laughs> Alan was in the video, and he's one it's of the class. Scottish people you speak to. That's right, um, do you do you know Alan now? Just through what you're doing, or did done, you know him before? Um, done a couple of like me and him have been on the same kind of bill for doing readings and stuff. So I met him one night. It was I think Clyde Bank. Great guy, and, um, man. I just had to ask him. He's a cracking guy. Cracking really. guy. Ah, he's nice. Like, Obviously, amazingly talented writer, but just a great guy as well. Just a great human being. Just mm. awfully, lovely guy. Good funny laugh. guy. Don't Good earth laugh, He was kind of like the same as me. I think he said, like, with his writing, he was like, if I'm not doing this full time by the time I'm 30, then I'm kind of chucking it. So I'm just going to, before I'm 30, I'm just going to give everything up and try and make a living off my writing. And that's what he did. He just threw himself in. He was doing events, writing all sorts, writing plays, doing his own kind of. Um, like kind of stand up thing he does like the Moira monologues where he plays this character Moira like kind of cleaner <laughs> and um, it's just non-stop mate and like that was one of my kind of inspirations I was like aye man like I was like talking to him and hearing how he done it I was like aye man like I can do this I can mm-hmm. do this man mm-hmm. like, that's what it's all about and just like his attitude and his energy when he was telling me everything I was like oh just pure infectious I was like aye I can do this <laughs> that's what it's all about though really isn't it that's it mate aye it's like he's vibing off other people in mm-hmm. a similar aye. scene or yeah. it, man. learning for peers that's it big time man he's, he's been doing it a long time and aye yes he he's a legend man he's a legend we've done some stuff <clears> with <throat> Alan over the years aye yeah uh, 2014 was it aye man a oh, while ago now <laughs> yeah. September so we we're Oof. obviously live today now we you'd put a wee tweet out asking some people to you ask did. some questions so I'm aye, hoping we can it. maybe get some questions from the crowd and the Twitter sphere aye, go for it, um, and then after we do that we can maybe get a wee chat about um, what stuff you've got coming aye, up and that man, what's aye. next you know that's good man, not for that. we got it in there Kirky yeah yeah I'll pass them over to you <laughs> right, so, <laughs> let me, the top. so let me have a look go for it so this is on the Twitter right right um, so first one uh, so many of them are Celtic related right Aye. how many bees does it take to please Lee Griffiths <laughs> <laughs> so what's this about you're saying it's a video I've not seen this it's just a mad it's like a viral video has gone about on like so on YouTube um, and he's a beekeeper somebody's made this wee cartoon where Lee Griffiths is like really into bees right <laughs> it's just surreal man like, I can't I can't do justice, justice no, man no you can't explain like, that I write some weird shit and this is the why, some, why the weirdest things I've ever seen in my life it's class right, right. well I've got a serious question here oh, which right, is eh? good so we have Sophie I think it's Sophie McNaughton mm-hmm. and She's asking, do you have a regular writing routine schedule that you stick to? Mm-hmm. Do you have any writing habits or tips for motivating yourself to get a story finished? That's Aye. a great question. That's a good gene. Aye. Um, for writing routine, it's just the hardest thing is just sitting down and doing it. 
that is the hardest Starting. thing. Starting. That's getting started. That is the hardest thing. Um, for me, like I've always, I've got like a wee notebook full of just ideas, like we half ideas, like maybe just a, a character, or like um, just a weird premise and stuff. And I just, I kind of, just any mad thought I have, I just try and draw that down because you don't know. It might come back to you in, in, in the future. Then you, you can use something, like something. You can build into something else, expand on it, like you're saying. So um, I do that. So like that way, you're never really stuck for ideas. If you feel as if things are kind of drying up, you can flick through that and you'll, you'll find something. I mean, you can just put two mad ideas together and make something for that. Um, try and like, for me, it's like setting aside time each day. Like I say, it's like three hours a day is probably my kind of like sweet spot. Know what I mean, um, if you can find that three years whether it's at night time or broken up through the day do you know what I mean I was when I was working I was doing it like on my break at work and stuff like that just try and get that three years or whatever works for you mm-hmm. and try and force yourself to do it every day that, that makes a big difference um, what about actually finishing finishing man aye. that's because that's the hardest it's exactly the same with it's music production one, everyone that comes to us it's actually how do I get it over the line to get it done no that's the thing and when it's done that's it when it's done oh man because there's a lot of times I get kind of halfway through our story and I'm thinking I don't really feel as if this is going anywhere I was like mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of falling a wee bit flat I was not up to much is it worth finishing or no but most, most of the time it is most of the time it is just worth powering through it and trying to see where else you can take it but sometimes you do need to know when to kind of let go when you know this isn't up to much and, mm-hmm. but don't scrap it like I've got a wee folder on my computer it's called shite stories and as fans I've no finished that needs to be a big time on just, <laughs> and it's like half finished stories and if I just think this can't go any further I'll just drag it in there maybe in the future I'll be Come able to go back to, to it. it go back to these it. things sit in your, your mind don't they and they sit and kind of boil over aye. over time there's ideas I think back to a year and a half later aye. Aye. and then the magic's popped in that's it man aye. so it's good aye. Aye, it's man. good way to do it good advice aye cheers man aye. so I've got Sean of the Dead Who's asking if you could leather any fictional character? Who would it be? I love Oof. that. I love that. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have a think as well. Neil, we only answer this. Who would we leather? Like a gene. I don't know, man. Oh man, that's such a hard one. Oh god, I try to think. Leather. Who do I? Who do I know like? like no, this who's, is that. Who's a bit of an ass? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's definitely a few out there. <laughs> there's a few asses out there. Hey. No idea, man. It's a question. It's a question. Fictional characters. I'm trying, like, right now, so if we see when somebody is like, tell a joke or do something, oh, it's like, you can't think of it. Panic. What's your favourite tune of that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know tunes. I don't listen to music. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know any tunes. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, fictional character. I'd like to kind of get in a ring with Begbie for transport just to see how good he is. Really. Aye. Fine. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. And to take a down, and to take a down off Begbie, I'd kill me, mate. To take a down off Begbie would be quite cool. I should tell people that. That's a good answer. That is a good answer. It's very diplomatic. Who do I think? I don't know. Who could I level? No many people, to be honest. I'm trying to think of wee annoying fictional characters. I just don't know. I can't think. I can't think. There is There is definitely one. I'm trying to think of the Avengers or Entler. I'm trying to get but okay, well, we'll maybe come back, but that's cool. Right, so you would the end of day, what if it begs me for a Love to get in a ring with Begbie, I think. I just don't know who's doing the leather in there, that's the thing. It'll not be me, it'll not be me. (laughs) Right, so we have the the weasel, do you miss Chadoury? Every day, every day. (laughs) I'm Daniel's asking, will you be my dad? 
Eh, <laughs> I need to get a miss. <laughs> no but if, you, if you're really struggling for that, <laughs> give me a shout. We'll see what I can do, mate. <laughs> uh, this one I read, I spoke to you about Ella, and it's, it's, it's maybe even divided us three here. Right, aye. Um, beans on a fry up, I or not, that's for Barca Jim. It's a no for me, man. Not on it. You'd have it. What, you mean, what do you mean on a side plate? You'd have it. He just says beans on a fry. I definitely have it on, on the same plate. Of course. Aye. And uh, but would I you mean, spread it, go, it over? If, if it goes over things, aye. Well, I mean, I. <laughs> I mean, thing is, is, you have it mixed. I mean, you have it with a bit of black pudding, aye, a bit of egg, aye. and all that. Aye. But pure mixing it all together. I mean, not like spread over hundred percent of the plate. That'd no. be odd. But aye, if it covers a bit of okay, the potato scone or the egg. Have us a wee bit of the bacon or that. Totally, oh, totally, totally into that. I can you like not it. be into that? I like it separate. I don't like the sauce <sighs> touching it. Now, so, so you have it like in a wee ramekin or something? I'll have it on the plate, but I'll kind of make a wee dam. Like, so nothing can get like, to it? Aye, man. Maybe like the sausage and then the tortoise going. Can I square mm. half corner, half box right. half, so it's no touching the egg in that? Aye. But then you just eat them on their own? Or you no, no, I'll, I'll you mix, mix it. I just don't like it touching on the plate, mate. It's weird, man. It's a runny hook in the bean sauce. Aye, Does that just, freak you out a bit? It makes that kind of mad colour. Aye. That's pretty weird. I like it. I like it as well, right? So I'm trying to see if there's any... <laughs> I mean, it's actually made me hungry now. That's uh, it's kind of the way... Uh, so there's Daniel Stevenson on the, the page saying, I hope that's my copy of HWFG <laughs> on the table you're dropping off after this podcast. Is that a mate of yours? That is man, I somebody. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, no, hopefully it's no mate. <laughs> Hopefully it's ours, right? No, but that's so that's pretty cool, man. There's mental questions out there, man. Right? man. There's, the thing is, as well, because I announced it quite late, I'd imagine, and plus you're trying to stay under the radar now, man. So, I mean. like, <laughs> how, how is that working, though? Because obviously you're still just punting what you're doing and pushing Aye, man. the book and all that. I think it's because like, the email address I signed up with, but that's new Twitter, isn't it? Like Chris McQueen at mm-hmm. Gmail, or that's like a new know, thing. The unknown man at. Aye, man, aye. So, like. I don't know, because Twitter, Twitter, like the official Twitter, Twitter account was tweeting. Okay, it was hard to say, man. They were tweeting a couple of weeks ago saying, like, they were looking for people who had set up new accounts who had previously been banned. Right. I was like, oof, man. Like, <clears throat> hiding up the loft, so I was, man. Like, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure if it went to an appeal stage, it would be fine, though, because it's not like, it was a once, one-off one kind of thing, thing, do you know what I mean? Like, Unless Remy shows up dead soon. You might be buggered. Now that's a problem. Losing my Twitter account would be the least of my ways, No. That's mental. That's mental. So, right, well, we've got to some of the equations. That Aye. Some of them are a bit too mental. Um, <laughs> what's coming up next then? Where can people see you? When is the book due out? And what shows or gigs or anything that's happening? Um, this is time for you to plug what you want, Aye, my man. man. Yeah, I've got quite a lot coming up. So this is my new book. This is the main one. This is HWFG. Here we fucking go. So on the 8th of November. Um, you can pre-order it now for 404inc.com and you'll get like a wee handwritten thank you message for me so nice, nice, nice wee touch man I like it so um, you get that and you get a free bookmark as well okay. can I say for on that so you no do wait, that. yeah you can that's a must that's a must you can hey, man. Um, and you'll be able to get it for Waterstones and Amazon and all that as well um, I'll be launching it on the 8th of November in Waterstones on Argyle Street with Big Stuart Cosgrove he's going to be interviewing me the big man fell off the ball he's going to be interviewing me amazing and then we're going to have a launch party in stereo in Glasgow on the yep. 10th of November that's going to be great um, I've just like 
I've asked loads of other kind of performers that I've met when they kind of spoke mud circuit to come and perform and just tell them knowledge. It's just going to be like a party. It's just going to be a crack night. We'll definitely try and make it along as well, mate. Good boys, eh? Yes, are tickets to that or? I tickets to that. I don't know where you can get them. I'm sure people can Aye, well, we can stay in contact. That's fine. Put a link in the description. Yes, that's what we'll do. And the description, of course. Yeah, yeah. What else? The morning, Thursday night, I'm going to be doing. Uh, Ayrshire I'm going to be Don't Laugh now performing in the Dick Institute doing in Ayrshire <laughs> exactly um, sorry I laughed that's going to be I'm going to be in conversation with <coughs> an author track writer his name's David Ross so he's going to be kind of interviewing me and I'm going to be reading a couple of stories and that's going to be a good night excellent and, um, aye that's kind of everything so, uh, nice one man nice one sounds good, good brilliant one. man it's good to catch up again yes yeah, cool, it's good to see episode you. two I've enjoyed well. I've enjoyed uh, hearing uh, the latest over a year you know as you <laughs> say so much changes so much has and so, on to see you doing it full time and that and just fantastic. constantly getting busier and busier it's great it's terrifying right? me. I've got the feel that that's what motivates me you know what I mean like just the thought because like, there's no there's not a lot of money in writing books so like the more you work yeah. money you make that's what you need today you just need to keep at it so the fact you're doing something you enjoy you though that's the fire that's isn't it exactly, that's exactly that man like, totally I'd, I'd be doing it for the money not exactly and if you had millions you'd be doing the same still thing be doing it. still doing the exact same thing man that's what I've always said like that's see when at the point when I made that call I was like Aye. if I had millions in the bank I'd still be making music I'd yep. still be wanting to be in about a studio that's all man. day that's uh, exactly so it's a good that's anchor point I mean I like that word anchor, anchor I, point I, I, I also just think <laughs> that the fact that you when you first done the book it was just a hobby you were doing it for fun Aye. it definitely changes the dynamic now that it's that's a career right. but you take yeah. it more seriously and if anything mate, I just Aye. think it'll get better Cheers, of course man. it will fingers crossed right, you know brilliant man so yeah, we've just had Chris McQueer yeah. once again the very cheers, talented boys. Chris McQueer thank you cheers, very much for coming in again oh, cheers for yes until next Absolute time my man pleasure. all the best yes brilliant okay see you all soon yes everywhere loads of cameras today <laughs>